Welcome to the Gatecast. Presented by Alan and Mike. Lucy, I'm home. I am not Lucy. Oh, you're right. We'll just upload a computer virus into the mothership. I was going to do my living room like this. Buffer, my recommendation is that anyone attempting to leave the mountain should be shot on sight. Hello, good evening, and welcome to Gatecast episode 147, covering Stargate Season 7, episode 16, Death Knell. Where poor Sam gets hurt. Mike? Welcome to this week's episode of the Gatecast. Update time. Alan is on vacation, currently somewhere in the United States, probably in the vicinity of DragonCon, and then on to visiting his friends and no doubt some tourist spots. The move to the new web host is on hold until he returns, as is the iTunes resubmission. So we're going to struggle along relying on Facebook, Google Plus and Twitter to keep everyone informed of the new RSS feed and website. Good news is that the first episode released under the new feed reached triple figures, which I consider a huge plus, all things considered. So thank you everyone who has ridden the rapids of our incompetence and our foolish belief that our original hosting company was not the issue. It was so easy to blame corporate iTunes. We do now have two new podcast promos recorded, similar to the first, but now in line with the new site information. I'll pop them into the feed, but they can also be downloaded via the gatecast.co.uk website under the About Us tab. Any other podcasters out there with promos of their own, get in touch, we'd love to swap. In other news, the delayed Season 7 favourite episode poll is now up and running. Links in the show notes, the main website and all portals, so get voting. And while I don't think we'll get a higher turnout than for Season 6, I think we can still get some good numbers to use in the Season 7 wrap-up show, which is coming soon. We do have some feedback this week, mostly down to people asking about the changeover and positive responses after finding it and listening to the shows, some of which were backdated to when our iTunes feed first wobbled. Most of it is repeating the same stuff, so I'll leave them where they are currently sitting on the various social media portals. First up, after listening to Chimera, Thomas, posted via Facebook, OK, begin the clock. Pete is doomed. Yeah, well, he did fall to the ground, and we saw the blood, and the writers knew they were playing to the Black Widow role Sam has been painted with. Cheers, Thomas. On Twitter, Michael tweeted, Great reviews of Grace and Chimera. Caught up now. Sam seems to be getting most of the stories, which is a great thing. Live long and prosper. Thanks, Michael. Death Knell is up next. Uh, that's the episode you're listening to. And Amanda's directorial debut is in a few weeks. Michael replied, looking forward to those. Loved it when Sam joined Atlantis for season four. Looking forward to when you review Atlantis. Which actually won't be too long. It looks like we'll be alternating between SG1 and SGA. Maybe because I am not going to be doing two episodes a week. A quick thanks to everyone on Twitter who responded positively to our thanks for the support retweeted our many attempts to spread the word about the new website and feeds, or just kept our little Stargate community active with links and pictures and all sorts of interesting stuff. Something a little different now with a small review of a piece of Stargate fanfiction written by Helen, a.k.a. Madazahata, on Twitter. This is her first Stargate SG-1 story after writing a number of Quantum Leap adventures, and comes in at around 20,000 words which provides a novella-sized tale ideally suited to a 42-odd-minute screenplay. The Long Haul takes place during Season 2 of the show and portrays the aftermath of an attack against SG-1 and the world's ruling family, which ends with the King's daughter, Ropita, and Daniel being held captive and then being gated off-world while the firefight continues. SG-1 get trapped by a high-tech force field, giving the kidnappers time to escape. The story is not about the gun battle or high-energy pursuit, but more about Daniel's relationship with the prickly high-born Ropita. And through their shared struggles and deprivations, the bonds we've seen Daniel create with peoples very different than himself are forged, all done in a style which fits right into the stories told on the series proper. The chemistry between Sam, Jack and Tilk, liberally dosed with humour, was very familiar. And again, the story's length makes it so easy to place into a TV episode template, which is not a bad thing. If the story was longer, then it may have lost some of its impact and pacing. Here's a little excerpt from chapter 5 of the book, subheading On the Trail. Jack wandered around impatiently as he chewed on an energy bar. He found himself examining the area around a large trunk tree. Carter, take a look at this. Sam hurried over and took some fibres from the kernel. There's more here, look. Jack reached up and picked a few threads from a branch. Hemp from a rope, pronounced the captain looking miserable. 
Looks like Daniel and Ropita was tied to this tree overnight, while we were snug and cosy in our soft warm beds at the inn. Jack threw the strands of rope down in disgust, scowling. He marched back over to his horse and stroked her neck, trying to calm the rage he felt building up inside him. Teal and Sam both recognised the body language. The bad guys had better watch out when Colonel O'Neill caught up with them. Jack might just as well have declared aloud, this means war. Instead, he said sharply, We're done here. Mount up. Links to the sites which are hosting the story will be included in the show notes. If you can't wait, then do a search on fanfiction.net for the long haul. And enjoy this little taste of Stargate. Come try ya! Blasted lion, I'm back. <laughs> How are you going to look after a cat if you can't handle a lion? They're basically the same thing. Only smaller and capable of hiding in smaller crevices. I was going to kick in straight off because I'm starting to get peckish at this point. This is the problem. Shall we record, then eat, or eat and record? Never put off food. <laughs> Even mildly hungry because if you do put it off, suddenly you will then become hungry. Not as hungry as I was yesterday. I don't know if you saw that Nathan Fillion tweet. I don't follow him. Somebody we do follow retweeted it. Holly Wilson retweeted it. He said he's not a fan of clever plates, except his. Clever plates? I'm going to send this to you in a Skype chat. Are we clear? Okay. Because the last time I sent you a Skype chat, you didn't notice it. I just thought I'd let you know. It's flashing. So what did you think of Nathan Vanity Plate? Yeah, not bad, is it? There's a follow I saw on Twitter posted by Felicia Day, who I assume you do follow. Yeah. Either Felicia Day or Pat Talman, might have been Pat Talman. Nathan apparently hugging Joss Whedon. The caption was, I'm hugging Joss Whedon, girl, but I'm thinking of you. <laughs> Castle's still going, I assume. Yeah. It's a shame he's not doing the genre show, though. Joss has signed up to write and direct Avengers sequel. Additionally, he'll be heavily involved in the spin-off TV show. Well, the first one was a no-brainer. The second one, I'm not... Oh, I wouldn't be totally confident about that. Firefly was a bit of a disaster, but, I mean, I'd be happy with three seasons. Problem with TV is what sort of budget he's going to get and what sort of viewing figures will they expect in return? Is Alpha's back? Yeah. Oh, good, because I've actually managed to empty my DVR, almost. <laughs> I have half an episode of Bedlam left to watch. Wake up, go to work. Work. Come home. Eat dinner. Rot your brain out. Go to bed. Lather. Rinse. Repeat. Are you tired of an old humdrum life? Tired of things that just weigh you down and depress you? Wouldn't you rather just focus on things that are awesome? Tune in to Nutty Bites. Find out what's awesome. Nutty Bites. Nimlass.org slash blog. I did watch Cougar Town. With stuff like Cougar Town and How I Met Your Mother is, it doesn't really matter if you've seen previous episodes. You pretty much drop in and out casually. Yeah. I mean, I watched all 13 episodes over two nights, like... I loved the episode where it was mostly the cast of Scrubs. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, the Balder guy is in Scrubs, isn't he? Yeah. The creepy guy who hangs out wants to be part of the gang and isn't. Oh, him? No. No? I thought you meant the a cappella group. No, the a cappella group were there, but so was... He may have been a, a guest star once, but he wasn't a regular. When uh, Zach Braff came in at the end. <laughs> and I didn't tweet. Did you? Nope. There we go. Walter. Indeed. Who else would I have as my text message alert? <laughs> oh, hang on, a spell check. Interesting, the spell checker won't accept Stargate if it's got a capital S. Well, that's just picky. Considers it important. Oh, there's a post in the Gatecast feed from Michael Clark you'd appreciate. Mm. Look for a Star Trek gold emblem in the feed right now. That was like seven minutes ago. Look for Wednesday, 1724. Yeah, I'm looking at the Twitter feed. It's a hard life being a kitten. That's the one. Oh. <laughs> it looks like the back two legs are glued together. Come try ya! Are we good to go? All set. Ivra three. Ivra do. Ivra in. Becky. And we see previously on. Previously yes. On Stargate SG-1. This is the base of the Tauri. And that guy with a little sort of a triple scar. This is the uh, alpha site? Or is it the alpha alpha site? I'm not sure. It's the last one kind of got trashed. Now, there they are, having a line dance. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's the original Alpha site. Mm-hmm. Going on here? It's history. For 2,000 years, every time a Tok'ra died at the end of a staff weapon, a Jafar was holding it. And there's the super soldier. This was obviously intended to be a new form of foot soldier. I serve Anubis. Good old Dan Payne. That's what he actually looks like. It's not a mask. But none of the normal personality traits. This being was not alive when it was first grown. 
Frankenstein's monster. Thousands of years ago, Gaul found a device originally created by the ancients. With the device, we may be able to devise a weapon. Ooh, big, heavy thing. Yes. Ah, uh, yes. The water feature. Well, it hadn't been at hand. Now we have the new alpha site. The new alpha site, yes. <laughs> and a red folder. And what appears to be Jacob from behind. Yeah, no dialogue. He seems a little perturbed. Yes. I know how you feel, Jacob. <laughs> uh, really not. What? It's not a good idea for the president to work together for any length of time. I can't find anything in here. I had a system back at the old Alpha site. The location of the old Alpha site was compromised when Anubis used his mind probe on Jonas. You didn't really want to hang around there, did you? Well, like I said, he had a system. Although, it makes you wonder why the lab isn't exactly the same. Get the crap out of the system, boys, and we're next. This prototype should have been done weeks ago. It's done. It's just not finished. It's just not finished? <laughs> Interesting distinction. Look, we only got Telchak's device a month ago. I'm surprised we were able to come up with something so quickly. In its current configuration, the weapon is only 70% effective in counteracting the reanimation technology. How do they know it's only 70% effective? Because they haven't tried it. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe? <laughs> Have you not had your coffee this morning? Ooh, coffee. Uh... Selmak doesn't like coffee. You gave up coffee for your symbiote? Oh, see, there's always a drawback. <laughs> I didn't know that. We never talk anymore, Sam. He saved my life, I had to give up coffee. Oh, alarm. That's what you got for a sign, Sam. Lieutenant Glenn, what's happening? We're under attack. We just picked up gold ships entering the atmosphere. Colonel Raleigh's ordered immediately back to Beta. We're bugging out right now. Come on, that's all just going to be a little bit well. <laughs> he does look a bit young. I'll give you his name right now because he doesn't hang around very long. Well, Lieutenant Glenn is played by Sam McMillan, been in Jeremiah, Head Over Hills. This is the last TV acting role he actually had. Don't know what he's up to now. All right, then. Death Knell, Season 7, Episode 16, and then the Gatecast, Episode 147. Written and directed by Peter DeLuise. Mm-hmm. God bless him. And its premiere in the UK, January the 27th. 2004. The Americans watched it February the 6th. The Aussies, September the 23rd. Canadians, December the 23rd. Same year. Same year. Actually, quite rare. But when it happens, it must be nice. Surprisingly, no other TV show shares this episode name. You think some of the military ones might? Even Human Tiger or something? It's a common phrase, but I couldn't find one. And fade to black. And in stock footage, sunny stock footage, of the words death nail, rather inappropriate. Yeah. And there's Jacob's name. I'd swear that mouth gets bigger every time we see it. What happened? Approximately 20 minutes ago, the approach of ghoul ships prompted an evacuation of the Alpha site. Good to see Walter back. Yay, Walter. SG-1 should know exactly where Sam is and what she's mm-hmm. doing. General shouldn't have to explain to him. At the moment, we have no idea what happened to either of them. I know it helps the audience, but... Well, casualty reports are still coming in from the Beta side, but at least 90 people are still missing, including the base commander, Colonel Riley. I thought the location of the Alpha site was secret. <laughs> Do you know where it is, Jack? Yes. Daniel? Yes. Tilt? Yes. Big secret. Chevron 7 locked. We're in hold stable, sir. Okay, we're going to see staff weapon blast come through? No radio chatter. No radio chatter. Really? <laughs> Whatever's happened has happened. Mm. And let's send this thing that's worth more than all four of you put together. Well, why not a UAV? If there's trouble, then perhaps you need something faster. Not a Tonka toy. Map is on route. No. Receiving map telemetry. Stones. Sir, my instruments are telling me that the map is on its side. You still have camera control? Yes, sir. Ooh. Okay, let's turn it so we can see long enough to watch the Jafar. Or somebody else chooses. No. <laughs> it doesn't look good. If the Stargate was knocked over and it's lying face down, the formula of the event horizon would have excavated a cavity underneath it. When the melt came through, it fell into the hole. There's no way to know if the DHD survived the attack. If we were to bring an alternate power source, we can dial it manually. Possibly under enemy fire. We'll be fine, sir. No. The gate dug the perfect fox. Hmm. <laughs> it probably didn't. Let's face it, that we know uh, a good tactic is to destroy the uh, gate and the HD where possible. Either dial in or deny its use by wiping it out. Oh, tilt bows. <laughs> nice. Oh, hang on. Audio, audio, oh. audio. Yes, audio. Oh, you've got audio, have you? Yeah. It comes in at varying times. 
<laughs> they brought a ladder with them. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you not remember the one where Jack was hanging, uh, Teok was hanging? Oh, yeah, I know. They have experience. It's really not the sort of thing... You, it must be an extendable ladder, because let's face it, reach to the top, it's got to be longer than the Kawush hole. Mm-hmm. So how would they get it through the gate with the gate active? Unless it's a collapsible ladder. Anybody could have been waiting for them, though. Wow. <laughs> a big boom. This destruction does not appear to be the result of an aerial assault. Single radius blast. Quite possibly to self-destruct. To prevent the Alpha site from falling into enemy hands. As it happened, the genesis of this episode was... This woodland had been felled for timber, obviously. So we'll split up. Search for survivors. Who could have survived this? They realised that they could use this location for this sort of devastated area. And that's what they wrote this episode based on. Some accident in a wood. Well, it does explain a tactical weapon destroying the Alpha site, doesn't it? You know, your production value, there's a lot of production value on screen just by having a couple of acres of uh, rubble. I'm not sure I fully heard what you said. I was focused on the episode, sorry. Not a problem. Very few people listen. That'll change when we switch domains. Hopefully. We might get even fewer people listening. <laughs> Colonel Reynolds, played by Eric Brecker. He did 16 episodes of uh, SG-1. Oh, dear. Is it Sam? Well, we're hearing the sort of somebody's died bells. Oh. We're not alone. O'Neill. This is the armor of one of Anubis's drones. Not to put too fine a point on it, but who else do you expect to attack the place? Yeah. <laughs> Just one. Why, you know? Go ahead. Be advised. Well, Reynolds looks sort of uh, when O'Neill called in. Reynolds had a sort of long-suffering expression on his face. He's extreme caution. Like I say, he's only in command of SG-3. He probably has, thinks I should be SG-2 at least by now. I've, I've lost audio again. You really have to do something about this, you know. They got pretty close to that band. <laughs> Without uh, being detected. Indeed. Carl. Yeah, Major Green, you all right? I'm fine, sir. We got some serious injuries here. Ooh, ouch. Any other survivors in the area? As far as I know, we're the only one, sir. Major Green is mm-hmm. played by Nels Lennison, Canadian US actor. Been in Sanctuary, uh, Seven Days, Endgame, Andromeda. Also an episode of Stargate Atlantis. I may try Andromeda from the start again. God bless you. It just got really weird towards the end, and I missed about half a season. I'm not sure how it got from normal to really weird. <laughs> Yes. We have to find Sam in the next 15 minutes to establish suitable dramatic tension. SGs 11 and 21 are assembling now, Colonel. I'll be sending them through momentarily. Unfortunately, that means a delay before I can send any other resources to help with the search. Getting the wounded out is our first priority, sir. Agreed, but if there are any other survivors out there, they may not have a lot of time. Understood, sir. We'll keep trying. They found Jacob. Okay. Jacob! They actually joked on uh, the making of this episode that <laughs> he landed under the only tree that Tilt could lift up. Anubis' <laughs> <laughs> drones. We know. Looks like a giant zat. Take this. It's not 100%, but it's all we've got. It only has a few more shots. Sam has a fully charged power unit. It looks like the weapon, well, not a identical, it's a Ritu weapon, doesn't it? I don't even know if she's still alive. Yes, there's a gun, and Sam's got the battery. All you've got to do is find it. A nice little split-screen shot. Mm-hmm. A very cheap way to do a very expensive uh, effect. As Peter DeLuise in the commentary says, uh, they can't afford to show the puddle every time they're in the gate room. But they just do the gate and the shiny, flickery light. Yep. Well, I'd say they perfected replicating the actual look of the gate. How are you doing? There's nothing Selmak can't handle. Jacob, we need to know what happened out there. How did Anubis get the location to the new Alpha site? I have no idea. I was with Sam when the self-destruct went off. One of the drones was chasing us into the forest. 
George, if I survive the blast, you know that thing survived as well. Anubis has proven to be very resourceful in gathering information. It's really no surprise that he found the Alpha site. No. But it's only semi-effective in its current configuration. Semi-effective. You had precise percentages not ten minutes ago, pal. She's still missing. Oops. Is there anything else we can use against these drones? Their armor is impervious to energy weapons and regular firearms are useless. What about the drones that were killed in the blast? Kinetic energy, an explosion of that size. They can't ignore physics. Oh, so with enough kinetic energy... It would have to be a lot. How about a missile? That might do it. If you get close enough. Sergeant Silent? Prepare a UAV with UCAV specs. Yes, sir. Am I in some kind of trouble here, sir? Well, the fact that the Alpha side has been compromised indicates we've got a serious breach of security on our hands here. Yes, you survived. Always suspicious. Therefore, you shall be blamed. All you've got is a scratch on the cheek. Jacob was hit by a tree, for Christ's sake. <laughs> so Jacob was treed. Yes. <laughs> when the alarm went off, by the time I made it to the command center, Colonel Riley had already ordered the evacuation. <laughs> suspicious. He was eating his lunch. We are cut off. That's when the drones landed in scout ships. They took everything we threw at them, and they just kept coming. So Colonel Riley ordered the self-destruct. He knew there was some sensitive material on the base, sir. He stayed with the device so the enemy wouldn't have a chance to disarm it. Told the rest of us that we had one minute to make it to the tree line. Yes, let's blow everything up. That's very courageous and very brave. Mm-hmm. You were following orders, Major. Of course, what we should have done is blow up Sam. <laughs> She's the key. Or was he, General? You can't be sure at this point. Indeed not. Usual activity at the Alpha site in the last few days? Any unscheduled gate activations or unexplained signals? No, sir. What about the Jaffa and the Tok'ra? That's it, General. Giving it a reason to blame somebody else. What Tok'ra? All we've got is Jacob. I'm on a list of all personnel, human, Tok'ra and Jaffa, who've come and gone through the Alpha site gate in the last 48 hours. Yes, sir. The three Jaffa and the Tok'ra are sharing the Alpha site, aren't they? They kind of settled down after the last little showdown. Jack told them off. Then the General shattered at them. Bigfoot. Hmm? Sorry, I watched Bigfoot on the Sci-Fi Channel the other night. <laughs> That's how that film sods out. A big footprint. Standard issue from the SGC. Indeed. The depth of the impression is consistent with someone of Major Carter's size. There's another set over there. Something much larger. Perhaps a drone. Yeah, I see the resemblance to the Rita. Do you believe this prototype weapon will be effective? That's it, Jack. Have your hands on your P90 at the same time. <laughs> we'll jump off that bridge when we come to it. Jump off that bridge, Michael. No, has Tilk sorted out this idiom yet? <laughs> so, uh, how's the leg? It's getting there. Slowly but surely. Oh, yeah, slowly. Well, you heal probably take a day. You didn't come here to ask me about my leg. Uh, it hurt. I was under a tree. That's your tree. Surely Daniel isn't doing the deep breathing. He's a military, after all. Mm. The base was under attack. We could hear the explosions getting closer. And the sound of scout ships approaching. Oh, flashback. Shaky, shaky, shaky. You have to leave now. Just give me a second. We had to download the weapon design into the Matrix crystal and wipe the computer memory. You have the prototype? We gotta need this information for them to find. Oh, that's it. Shake all your bits, people. Look at that. <laughs> Panic. Oh, dear. Oh, baby. You're right, you didn't hang around long. <laughs> he almost got cut in half. Now, are we seeing yet again the ooh, it damage, but it's not, kind of. Only 70% effective. Does that mean it's 70% dead? <laughs> not good enough. Let's get the hell out of here. Start this. Yeah. <laughs> we couldn't get out. So we ran for the hills. The drone followed us. Sam is still alive. It's still after. I wonder if, if you would just include the chorus of our maidens run to the hills at that point. <laughs> yeah, I make these casual requests and you have to... Why did it come to that lab? 
And why did it chase us as opposed to anyone else? You think it knew about the prototype? I think that was the whole reason for the attack. Somehow Anubis knows we may have the only weapon in the galaxy capable of stopping his soldiers. And Sam has a design. That thing won't stop until it finds her. That's a good question, isn't it, Jacob? I mean, if they wanted to destroy everything, they'd just wiped out the base from orbit. There was no reason to send the super soldiers down unless there was a definitive goal they were after. Sergeant Siler, report. Ready to go. Well done. I want it airborne now. Yes, sir. Why didn't you summon these in the first place? Did they lift the gate then? Sergeant Siler, Dan Shea, of course, actor and stunt coordinator. Yes, that's never good. Sam is the design. Audio appears to be coming back. And it's back. Just in time for a very quiet sequence. (laughs) (laughs) He will, of course, be moving out of the way when they launch that. Yes. A quick close-up of the missile. That will come in handy, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Hint, hint. Just the Tok'ra. Why else? They're your allies. Then why will they not help us? What are you talking about? Even as we speak, Anubis is moving against the system lord Olokan. His drones are slaughtering the Jaffa that stand against them. They are dying for a hopeless cause. What does that have to do with the Tok'ra? We believe they have a spy in Olokan's higher ranks. One who could get close enough to assassinate him. Mazel, played by Mark Gibbon. He did four episodes of Stargate SG-1, but also an episode of Stargate Atlantis. And he was the original Thor, if you remember the hologram. That was him under the mask. Been in Smallville, Continuum, Once Upon a Time in the 4400. Very busy working actor. We have a tweet from Dan LaRocque. I see that. I see Dan LaRocque telling you that's a good thing, no accidents. Defnell made me actually afraid for Sam. I love this one and was so relieved when O'Neill and crew rescued her. I didn't see that one. That's why I'm a bit confused. What the hell you were going on about? Because there's a tweet from Dan Locke two minutes ago saying, that's a good thing, hashtag no accidents. Yeah, but that's actually aimed at me, not the gatecast, you see. Came, my master. So it has been for all Jaffa for many thousands of years. But now we can choose to fight our oppressors. We can choose to be free. I ask only that the Jaffa who serve Olokan be given that same choice. If you allow me to go to the beta site to speak to the other survivors, I may be able to discover what happened to the Jaffa we sent. As we can see, the relationship between the Tok'ra, the Jaffa and the Tare is not exactly peachy. Nobody really trusts anybody. And let's be honest, we Earth folk, you know, exploiting uh, the Tok'ra and the Jaffa. We found tracks, sir. It could be Carter's. What direction? East, up into the hills. The higher ground is a more defensible position. Understood. I'll have the UAV fly a search pattern in that area. Have it out. Sam! She fell under a smaller tree. Yes. Now, Sam is actually lying right next to her anthill, as she said in the commentary, which she did We Peter. She didn't say anything because she wanted the shot to get in the bag, so to speak. And that's Dan Payne in the soldier suit, made out of neoprene rubber, which is airtight, with a helmet on, which has no gap, and on a rather warm day. So he earned his money that day. And dropped about four pence. Probably did. But the problem with that sort of material, you know, you make wetsuits out of that, the water can't really escape. Mm-hmm. So the sound effects of the super soldier is squish, squish, squish. <laughs> Lost audio. You really have to do something about this, you know. Yeah, I can live with it. I'd have to try another operating system. I'm sure other people that use Linux do not have this problem. I don't know if any of the people who use Linux and record a podcast where you're watching a DVD. No disrespect to the uh, millions of man-hours that have gone into the operating system, but any operating system that can't do those three things simultaneously is flawed. It's a combination of operating system hardware and the fact that it may not be fully up-to-date. I don't know anyone tougher or more resourceful. Uh, poor Jacob. One of the things about Jacob, you know, nine times out of ten they're talking to Jacob and not Selmak, and even so it's hard to remember that Sam is his daughter. Mm. Do you know anything about a Tok'ra operative within Olakun's ranks? No. According to the Jaffa, you have a spy in his inner circle. They're mistaken. Oops. And there's a bottle. Yes. I shall make an entrance. Did you learn anything at the beta site? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> of the Jaffa sent to recruit rebels from Olakun's army, only one has returned. The fate of the others is unknown. The fate of the others? Well, I think they're probably dead. Thousands of Jaffa have been killed, and many of Olokan's commanders captured. Thousands. The Tok'ra spy among them. That's impossible. If we had someone on the inside, I would have known about it. 
Yes, I would. Are you sure? They're saying they're not informing Jacob of everything? We'll see. Where exactly are you running to, sir? Uh, away, I think. The destination is basically away. <laughs> it's the rinse wind approach to running. It's <laughs> yes. not so much the to, it's more the from. I say, Peter actually uh, complained when he saw Sam made up. There wasn't enough dirt, so it forced her to put more dirt on her face. Oh, a nasty looking wound. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that actually does look <laughs> nasty. Yeah. Good spot, the blood. Yeah, it's an old storytelling trick you, you'll see in many movies and TV shows. I thought it was his capture. This isn't good. Ratcheting up the tension. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, what will happen to her? He's right on top of her. Look behind. Oh. I wouldn't think she'd still have been running if she'd lost that the bus. Fooled you. Fooled everybody. I quite like a rail like that. I did mention to Helen that we spent some time slagging off Sam's hair. <laughs> Thank you for your cooperation in this matter, Delic. I do not see the need to continue this investigation, General. The Jafar have as much as admitted responsibility. All we know for sure is that some of the men they sent to recruit rebels from Olakun's armies didn't return. Because they were captured in Anubis's latest offensive is the most logical explanation. According to the Jafar... A Tok'ra spy was also captured. We both know that Jafar intelligence is not always as reliable as it should be. So you're saying you had no operative in Olakun's ranks? And that is Sebastian Spence. Mm-hmm. You probably know him from First Wave, Battlestar Galactica, Dark Angel, Smallville, Endgame. He was also recently in Camelot. Oh, Camelot. Medieval porn. <laughs> Come on, there aren't a female nudity in that show. Not as much as Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones has incest. So you claim... That actually says a lot for not saying a lot, doesn't it? Of course. Do you always practice full disclosure with them? We gave you shelter when you had nowhere else to go. Because you needed us. Just as you brought us Telchak's reanimation device because you needed our help to develop a weapon against Anubis's drones. He's been a bit catty. But you are not always so forthcoming. Oh, dear. Yeah, we sometimes forget dealing with Jacob that the Tok'ra are not like Jacob. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> a program which the Tok'ra feels extremely unwise. We need those ships for the defense of Earth. And so you feel it is none of our concern. You see, General, it works both ways. You ask us to trust that your headlong pursuit of technologies that you don't understand poses no threat. Yeah, at the end of the day, the gold, <laughs> as Jack would say. But he's next. <laughs> Let me ask you something. How many Tok'ra from the Alpha side are still unaccounted for? Five. You know how many people I'm missing? Sixty-four. Believe me when I say I'm going to get to the bottom of this with or without your help. He does have a point. From the Tok'ra perspective, the humans aren't that trustworthy. I've been known to make mistakes, and when... When there's only limited numbers of you, you can't you can't really rely on a few million being born every day to replace you. Mm-hmm. But there's only 50 Tok'ra and there's 7 billion of you. <laughs> Fortunately, I don't think you really can be intimidated either on them. I was expecting an eye flash there. Yes. I haven't done that in years. Damn you, General. <laughs> oh, dear. I'd look up before you did that. It's not very accurate, is it? No, not really. That's only wood. It's not going to provide much shelter. Especially when they've got actually real squibs on there. So that's real flame you're seeing. Inches from her face. I'm melting, I'm melting. Water, the Achilles heel. And then we have half shadowed, presumably to indicate that he's not to be fully trusted. No doubt you've spoken to General Hammond. Did you know Jacob's brightly lit and your man is not? Bit more dramatic, isn't it? Yep. He says he asked you if we had a spy in Olikan's inner circle. Yes, he did. He asked me the same question. Of course I told him no. Because only the High Council could make a decision like that. And since I'm on the High Council, I would know about it. Wouldn't I? 
and say Peter praised Sebastian. He likes him because he turns up on time and he knows his lines. It's easy to please Peter DeLuise. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Who do you think you're talking to? An interesting question. It seems I am talking to a human host. Oh, dear. That's rather disturbing, isn't it, from the Togra? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're supposed to be perfectly blended gods. If you're talking to one, you're talking to the other. It makes you wonder, Delek, the character's yeah. name, you know, probably doesn't appreciate... He looks down on humans. You know, I still think he's not uh, trustworthy. I mean, his name is far too similar to Dalek. <laughs> this can be a valuable asset. But it can also make them dangerous, particularly as hosts. Jacob Carter has had no more influence on me than any other host. There are those of us who would disagree. You have allowed yourself to get too close to these people, Selmak. Your true loyalties are in question. Ooh, your true loyalties. This is Sebastian Spence, uh, formerly from uh, First Wave. He's doing a wonderful job. He's playing a character known as Delek. You, the uh, videographer of the uh, behind-the-scenes B-roll, you're Derek. Derek is my friend from the old days, and he used to work at a, a produce store. So I had to call him at work. His boss would answer. I'd say, hi, this is Peter. I, I'd like to speak to Derek. Oh, yeah, Delek. Hold on just a second. Delek, call for your Delek. Delek, Delek, Delek. So I named his character Delek. Aww. So that's the story of how you became known as Delek. I like that. So Delek admits that this spy has gone missing. Yes, but the Tokra will never acknowledge that he could have been responsible for what happened at the Alpha site. Blimey, the Tokra Council decided to keep Jacob in the dark because they don't trust him. No, no. They take special precautions to ensure that the brain is not left intact. No revival is possible. Well, let's face it, if Anubis has decimated the Jaffa of the system lord, the chances are that the spy is dead. Mm. The truth is, I don't think you'll ever find out for sure who was responsible for the leak. It could have been the Tokra or the Jaffa. Could have been a member of the SGC. You just don't know. I've helped you as much as I can with this investigation, but right now I'd like to get back to the Alpha site and join the search. I need you here. George, I already told you I'm out of the loop. They don't trust me anymore. They think my emotions are clouding my judgment, which is a little ironic, considering that I'm wasting all this time while my own daughter is out there being hunted by that thing. Perhaps if you made this argument to sell Matt and not Jake. Yeah. And what am I supposed to do in the meantime? Come on, General, you've got grandkids. The Jaffa are blaming the Toker for what happened. There have already been several altercations. If I can't get the situation under control, I have orders to expel them all. Yes. Who actually ordered him, not going well, expel everybody? I need someone to bridge the gap, someone to be the voice of reason. I need you. <laughs> oh, Sam. Oh, there she is. That looks a lot bigger than the UAV. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> Not very stable. That looks like a small plane. See, so he can hit things. Like I said, it's bigger than the UAV. See, so he can hit things. <laughs> Low motion. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> He's good at tracking, I'll give him that, because he always turns up where she is. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. The UAV has been shot down in your area. It's... Four clicks away on a heading of three, two, zero degrees from your present location. We're on it. Yeah, so the enemy is roughly in that vicinity. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so let's go towards the super soldier. <laughs> I like the little clinking of the chainmail. Why have you asked me here? Yes, let the human out of the way. Yes, now that we're alone. <laughs> you know what's happening at the beta side. I do. We need your help to put a stop to it before it gets out of hand. You're a leader amongst the Jaffa. They'll listen to you. Well, then, yeah. Yes, you're also six and a half foot, 200-odd pounds. <laughs> you're bloody intimidating. That they must be subservient to those who would sacrifice so many of their brothers? Hmm. Oh, so much. For thousands of years, the Jaffa have been dependent on the Gullawul because they need symbiotes to sustain them. But now there is a substance called Tritonin, which can free the Jaffa from this dependence. I'm aware of the significance of Tritonin. Are you also aware that countless millions of Tokra symbiotes died in its development? 
including our beloved Queen Egeria. They're putting a lot of faith in this wonder drug, aren't they, considering how it's developed and how it's made. Be honest, so Mac, you thought she were dead anyway. The Tok'ra have fought side by side with the Jaffa and the people of the Tari. And it has made a difference. More system lords have fallen in the past seven years than in the 700 years previous. It is true that together we are strong. And divided, we will die. Yes, Jay. You give him passion speech. Basically, I have fought side by side. The rest of my mates haven't. <laughs> it's a hard sell. <laughs> we cannot let the alliance between us end. Your words are wise. But my time at the Alpha site has taught me some bitter lessons. I suspect that you do not speak for all the Tok'ra. Ooh. <laughs> He's got your number. This isn't going very well at all, is it? Nope. Until the others feel as you do, reconciliation may not be possible. Now it's obvious why the episode is death or death now. <laughs> that crashed remarkably close to the rest of the wing, didn't it? It seems to have shrunk on the way down. I expected it to be in a lot more pieces than that as well. Oh, the missile. Intact. <laughs> yes. Wally Coyote. Yes, <laughs> isn't it? Seed. <laughs> yes, but now she's sort of... The scene was supposed to be bigger. It was written as Amanda taking the targeting laser out, designates a target, you know, when the super soldier comes in and the actual missile zoom, you know, firing and zooming in on it. Of course, that's expensive and time-consuming, so in the end, it was just point-and-shoot. Oh, yes, I see something I read. The Smith & Weston, the original point-and-click interface. <laughs> because we need your help to keep the situation at the beta site from getting out of hand. I'm not sure what you expect the Toker to do, General. We have suffered a number of unprovoked assaults. Unprovoked? You refused to help us and thousands of Jaffa died needlessly. We've always got to have a briefing room scene. All the directors complain about having to film in the briefing room and doing something new and different. They always end up having the exposition scene. Oh dear. They deserve the right to choose. Instead, they were slaughtered. We have been fighting the Go'uld for thousands of years. You have no right to question our methods. Well, that's because you were alone for thousands of years. You have allies now. And what good has it done us? In the few short years we have known the Tore, your tendency to provoke direct confrontation with the gold has resulted in the deaths of more Topra than in the previous hundred years combined. I hate to admit it, George, but he's got a point. You're just troublemakers. Yep. All you humans, troublemakers, and running around the galaxy kicking cans over, ringing System Lord's doorbells and running away. <laughs> From whom all Tokra have spawned is dead. Our numbers are dwindling. This alliance may simply be something we cannot afford. Hey. SG-1 found out where she was. Remember that. And she forgave us. She forgave everybody before she died. Bad Tok'ra. Oh, Tok'ra. She just kind of screwed up. Well, you think about it. She survived the blast, got all banged up. Mm -hmm. It was only a couple of weeks ago she had a concussion. <laughs> well, that's convenient, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, he turned around. It's easier. Damn, he turned around. Don't hit the missile. <laughs> Some things don't react well to bullets. It did get damaged by... Unless that's not the one that was damaged by the shots. It's a pair of smoking boots. No, not wizard. <laughs> It'd been funny though, wouldn't it? <laughs> I can remember when I first watched this, I was looking and thinking, what happened? Obviously, there's been a landslide, that's why you can't see him, but it didn't look like you were standing that close to the edge of the uh, cliff. And this is another scene where Dan Payne really earned his money, being buried in the sand in the rubber suit, having to hold his breath for about two minutes while they covered him up with very fine sand which kept blowing off. Mm -hmm. At this point, Sam's just kind of gone, oh, f**k's sake. OK, Sam, you're dead. Nothing's going to get you out of this one, Sam. Except for Tilk. With his gun, which is missing. Tilk's not normally that bad a name. 
Not with a gun with that sodding great big caliber. I thought that was a grenade launcher. It was a grenade launcher. It was actually the same model that was in the film Dogs of War. Hmm. He fired twice. Okay, we only saw it once, didn't we? <laughs> I need that. This? Yes. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> oh, Ooh, that hurt. That hurt even more. If I, was, uh, if I were Jack, I'd shoot it again after it's fallen down. I'd empty a clip into him. <laughs> Tilt, fire again. Hit him this time, please. Take the mask off and then blow his head off. <laughs> Cover him. Oh, <laughs> nearly got only just caught it. Is it... Dead. I hope so. So why have we got five minutes left if it's dead? Right, Teal, he's dead. <laughs> yeah, he's dead. <laughs> Not exactly a medical opinion, is it? No. I kicked him and he didn't move. Want to get up? No. <laughs> Just need to rest for a minute. Uh, no, I got blew up yesterday and I've been trudging through the, the jungle for the last day. Water. She probably needs more water. Mm-hmm. And some painkillers. Lots of painkillers. We've got a fair amount of time left. At least on my play of the episode. What the hell else is going to happen? You'd expect end credits at this point. No. Oh. <laughs> does this not feel like, you know, fade to black, end credits? It does look like it. Obviously, this the final act before the epilogue. She's still pointing the weapon just in case he moves. Oh dear. First of all, we'd like to congratulate you on the recovery of Major Carter. Still another 63 people missing. Thank you. I have spoken to the High Council with regard to the situation at the Beta site. The Council believes the best solution is for the Toker to leave. Is that really necessary? If this partnership were to continue, you would insist on full disclosure of all our covert operations, would you not? I'm afraid that's non-negotiable. To be honest, it should be negotiable. Even allies on Earth don't expect your ally to tell them everything that's going on. The Jafar too will be leaving. <laughs> if they're going, we're going. We don't really like you that much. <laughs> Daniel, uh We are leaving because it is what we must do. On your base, you dictate the terms. We must consult you before we take any action. There are those among us who feel we simply traded one master for another. We're not trying to tell you what to do. We simply think it's important to coordinate our efforts. But we are telling you what to do. <laughs> the Jafar is still learning what it means to be free. In order to do this, we must have our own bases, train our own leaders, build our own communities. Danu doesn't really know what to say, does he? <laughs> Only then can we be equal partners in any alliance. I'm sorry, this is nuts. My friend almost died out there so we could get a weapon capable of stopping Anubis' soldiers. And now we're finally in a position where we can really make a difference, and you want to walk away? I'm sorry, Dr. Jackson. No, you're not. This is how it must be. <laughs> you believe, Mazel. He sounds sincere, whereas Delek really doesn't. <laughs> you believe, Mazel. He sounds sincere, whereas Delek really doesn't. Amanda had just come from the set of Grace. Hi, kid. Where she was also in a hospital. You were asleep for a long time. Mm-hmm. You gave me quite a scare. Yeah. Sorry. Jack told me what happened. She was actually filming three episodes this day. One reason why she was only in half the episode. Look, Sam. I may not be able to come around as much for the next little while. As much? <laughs> what do you mean? That's face facts, pal. You weren't there that much anyway. Not exactly what she wanted to hear after waking up from a serious injury. I don't understand. You don't need to know the details right now. Let's just say we're going our separate ways for a while. If I stay with the Tok'ra, I can at least try to mend some fences. Be sure. I'm not ready to give up on this just yet. Pete's going to freak when she goes home. It's looking like that. Good boy. Sit. Stay. Yes. I may not be in the rest of this season. <laughs> I'm going to have to find all the work. Don't worry. I'll be back eventually. 
miss you. I'll miss you too. Yeah, they promise I'm going to come back. <laughs> uh, I'll be going away. Come on, have a tea. Uh... Too dehydrated. Probably right. <laughs> <laughs> And that was Death Knell, starring Amanda Dirty Girl Tapping, a joke which she repeated quite often during the commentary. I was thinking, you know, it's not like him to go there. I warn Helen that I can get somewhat pure during an episode. You seem to be taking over that aspect. Her and Peter Deloise. Have a listen to the commentary. I actually probably do have time for that. Yeah, Peter always does a good commentary and Amanda plays along. They have the old section of the thought expression. What? Exactly. <laughs> Listen to the commentary. All will become clear. Yes, because it's extremely clear now. <laughs> it's that look on an actor's face when they do a close-up or, you know, for the title sequence. Has someone farted? <laughs> yeah, it's funny you're coming from Peter. I'll take your word for that. Although Just should. listen to the commentary and shut up. Okay, then. That was Death Now. Next week, Heroes, part one. Ah, uh, yes. Suppose I always read the preamble, hang on. Yes, you do. This is yet another one which actually has part one and part two with the same title. We get nothing of it for six seasons, then we get two in season <laughs> seven. What the hell's going on? A documentary crew arrives to film the SGC for posterity. Hammond cooperates only reluctantly and prevents the crew from filming ongoing operations. Instead, they conduct rather awkward interviews with SG-1 and other SGC personnel. Meanwhile, SG-13 runs into trouble on a survey mission. One of their men is injured, causing the SGC to mobilise a rescue. Gasp. <laughs> oh. Nicole has tweeted, well, Campy Lop Actor has actually tweeted the best of Amanda Tapping bloopers outtakes from Sanctuary and Stargate. The best of Amanda Tapping. Isn't that that shower scene? <laughs> 15 minutes of a YouTube video. God bless somebody who put all that together. Do we have any interesting bits and pieces of feedback? Or indeed any feedback? No, nothing that... Uh... Next week, as we said, heroes. And we will have what I believe is our youngest guest host ever. And I'll leave you in the dark about that. You is in the people out there, not you. Right. Now, if I put that in and she don't turn up. <laughs> the thing is, by the time you're putting that in, you'll know if she's turned up or not. <laughs> okay, folks, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week with Heroes Part 1. Till then, take care. I've been Alan. And I've been Mike. Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever. Bye.